Should we talk about how that's not the answer you gave me pre-podcast? Do I date you about that? <laughs> 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 I think ever <laughs> dreams about that a little bit. <laughs> Wasn't sure if I was supposed to say that on the pod, but sure, why not? Right, we're live. Lights, camera, action! <laughs> Welcome back to The Way Things Flow. Please remember to hit that subscribe button. Consider like paying it forward. Make a positive impact in someone else's day by getting them one step closer to listening to our podcast. Erin, this weekend, I went to StruckTube and I was looking at furniture and I have the perfect chairs picked out for our next podcast studio so that we can bring video to all of our listeners. It's gonna be so cute. I'm gonna set up two really nice, really cute chairs. So think of like the call her daddy vibe. Oh, but a love little, it. Yeah, but a little bit more, let's, I don't wanna say country. Maybe more, like less formal. But country like, chic. Yes, yeah, so let's say country chic. Backwoods right? chic. <laughs> exactly. So, struck to these gray, like, suede, like, comfy chairs. Because I also want to be able to enjoy this space when we're not podcasting. Yeah, well, cute, yeah. So, like, I want to get up on a Saturday morning with my cup of coffee and, like, go sit on this chair, cross my legs, and have a, a cute little blanket and be, like, cozy out there. Yes. That's, like, the vibe I'm going for. I love that. So I want us to have, like, two chairs, one to two tables. I'm really obsessed with, like, the tables that are kind of like a C shape, if you will, when it's standing yes. up. So you yep. can like pull it over, like yep. say a couch or something. Yep. I really like those, a lot of flexibility with them. Yep. So I was thinking of those, and then I, well, as we've already discovered, I'm obsessed with plants, but the thing is that- <laughs> You should see the room we're in right now. <laughs> I have bumped into a plant literally probably five times in the last half hour. Yeah, when I'm like, Aaron, wash the- Wash, wash the plant. <laughs> Lord. Watch the philodendron. <laughs> I can't even pronounce that properly. <laughs> Try. What? Philodendron. Philodendron. <laughs> it sounds like you're talking about like a dungeon or something. For me, it sounds like a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> philodendron. survive in that room because the temperature fluctuates so much so I'm gonna do fake plants but I want to do like a wood trellis up the wall and the ceiling with like fake vines on it Cute. so it'll be such like, a good vibe in there and like super like warm and cozy very cute so we'll wait until winter's over and then I'm gonna get it all set up and then we'll have video for our listeners which is exciting yeah us people in Canada don't really need to sit on a screened-in porch in the middle of winter if anybody lives in Ottawa or the surrounding area they know what I'm talking about with the minus 40 we just had actually though yeah so I I don't really check the weather now that I'm working like mostly from home and I don't leave the house like that often so I'm always like okay well I don't need to bundle up because I'm literally walking from my house to the car and then my car to inside mm -hmm. and typically it's okay so I won't wear a hat a scarf mitts nothing right so this past weekend I was out shopping and holy shit the minus 40 weather was absolutely insane just from walking from the store to the car and then like unloading like the shopping cart into the car 
Like, my hands were hurting. My yeah. forehead was so cold, I felt like I had a brain freeze. Yeah. It was just next level. I just, I forgot what winter was like because, like, I'm really spoiled now because, like, a lot of the time that I'm leaving my house, I'm either, like, it's a short walk to the car, I'm in a warm, like, I'm parking in an underground, like, heated parking garage or something and, like, so spoiled, right? Whereas, like you know, maybe five years ago, I was always taking public transit or walking oh, to the God. office, Yeah. and I would bundle up. Like, if I saw that the temperature was, like, minus 15 or colder, like, I would straight up wear my snow pants to work because it was so cold just to walk to work. So now I'm just, like, so spoiled that I just, like, I don't even look at the temperature at all, which means I don't dress for it. Yeah. I mean, now it's warmer, but... A little bit. I mean, minus bit. five. It was still a little chilly out there, though. Damp. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Oh, I can't believe we have rain coming next week too. I don't even know. I like, I, I just, I don't even know. <laughs> well, and I really, really wanted to get out um, and try skiing this year. So I'm usually a snowboarder, okay. but I really, really want to try skiing. Skiing's and fun. We had planned to do it this winter, but we've just been so busy on weekends that we haven't been able to make time for it. And now I'm kind of worried that, you know, we're already at the beginning of February. I don't know if we're going to be able to make it out. But who knows? There's sometimes spring skiing. It's just if the rain holds off, then we'll be good. But if the yeah. rain comes, it could melt all the snow again. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough. Night skiing's good, too. I like night skiing. Yeah, I've only been once, actually. Um, I went in Quebec, and it was pretty nice. I like the, like, the vibes at night. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as everything. The day. Everything at night busy. is great. It's because the kids aren't morning. out and they're not stepping all over your equipment. <laughs> a fellow coworker of I stated that the other day, and I was like, "That is a fact. That is a fact." So I have a story for you. Oh my god, really? I have a story. What happened? So I went to high tea. For Ooh. those of you who don't know, it's like where you go and you get like a pot of tea. They give you like a three tower assortment of sandwiches, scones, and desserts. That sounds amazing. went with my sister-in-law because for Christmas this past year I decided I wasn't getting gifts but I was getting outings. Oh my god! I love that so much! Yeah, so we didn't, so brother and father, I got them tickets to the Ottawa Senators game so they went together. my sister-in-law I got high tea my niece I got Disney on ice which I'm more excited for myself (laughs) than her is it at the Canadian Tire Center it is um I went every year until I was like 17 oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but so recently this past weekend I don't know if you knew but Tim Hortons was doing a donut drive, I guess you could call it, for Special Olympics. They had a specialty donut for Special Olympics, and uh, all proceeds went to them. So I have a bit of a sweet tooth loving niece <laughs> who I adore. So I bought her a donut, <clears throat> and after our kind of high tea situation, she brought the donut home and I got a Snapchat of my three-year-old niece opening this box with the donut inside and like the brightness on this child's face seeing a chocolate donut in a box was just like oh 
the little things and she's screaming off the top of her lungs like daddy look what auntie erin bought me i was Aww. like i love you i love you so much well it makes it so worth it right because you knew how like special a two dollar donut exactly. went a long way but it was yeah so special for her Aww. well i figured she would probably want to come and i think like maybe one day i'll take her to a high tea it's not going to be worth it but uh like at her age she's three yeah okay so yeah still not worth it but uh it was just hilarious to see her like so excited over a donut and i'm sure i'll get a snapchat probably shortly of her eating it and it's gonna be fantastic but uh it was a really good afternoon so my sister-in-law and i we had our phones out but we never checked them. Okay. We just kind of actually talked and caught that. up about life. She just started her own business. And we Good haven't really. Life. She's an interior designer. Ooh. Yeah, she's killing it in uh, in her kind of. And she's only been doing it for like a year. Like she quit her job. She like went for it. Um, but I haven't really had the chance to talk to her other than family outings where everyone's there and you don't really get that one-on-one -on -one time but it was kind of refreshing to like she has two kids at home and a husband which is my brother but really while we were eating there was no phone checking that's really nice actually yeah I find that a lot today where you're like having a conversation with someone and as soon as their phone lights up they yep. check it yep. and as soon as you start reading something else you immediately like stop listening to the other person even though in the moment I you think that you're hearing them but you're not actually registering what they're saying and then you end up not really giving them a, a real response and I do this to my husband all the time and like so like say he's on his way home from work he likes to call me and I'm not always like in the mood to talk to people and I might be still working or you know checking messages that I missed throughout the day while I'm on the phone with him and one time everything he said I said oh okay oh nice like that was my like oh bland no. so then when we were getting off the phone um I was like okay bye love you he goes oh okay actually you know what it was it was just K because everything he kept saying to me everything I would respond with was K so when I said okay bye love you he's like K and I was like what and he's like that's literally all you've said to me the last <laughs> five minutes and I'm like oh I'm so Call sorry out. I was not paying attention like I'm the first to admit it I know when I'm not paying attention but I totally felt bad but I feel like that's how a lot of our conversations go right we have our phones out usually they're sitting on the table face up in front of us and then it lights up you check your phone and then that's where your attention goes because mm -hmm. as much as we think that we can multitask like we 100% cannot actually multitask yeah and you're just smiling and nodding at the person talking to you and mm -hmm. to be quite honest it's it's rude it is and I'm definitely also guilty for checking my phone and any one of my friends will tell you this at any point in time I will be the one that answers my phone it could be three o'clock in the morning you need a ride from a Christmas party I will pick you up oh you almost say that like I called you after Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be that person I will go and get you like I will answer the phone I will always be there even like in 
could be any reason. Like, a friend of mine, my friend who just had her father pass, like, I was the first person she called because she knew I would be the one to, to answer the phone. Her. Yeah. So, it's a blessing and a curse, I think. It is, and I think there's a time and place, right? So yeah. if you're just hanging out by yourself, I think, like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. You always answer your phone, and, like, that's why your friends go to you, too. And yeah. also build your friendship, or even your family. Like, yeah. they know they can come to you, they know you're going to respond, whereas I'm the opposite, to the point where people have straight up told me, I can't put you as my emergency contact, because I know <laughs> you're not going to answer your phone. You will not save me. Which in is my time of need. probably my toxic trait. Okay. I always have my phone on silent. And typically it's face down on the table. And I don't look at it until I'm ready to. It was mainly because of like notifications from social media and stuff. I was like, I don't need my phone telling me to go on it. I'm on my phone enough during the day. I don't need to be prompted to go on it yeah so that's really why I start I mean now I have notifications turned off for like all of my social medias I have like if I'm on a big group chat I have it muted and it's only like direct messages and stuff that actually pop up but I still have it um, muted because I really don't like when someone messages me in the middle of the night or super late or super early and I'm trying to sleep because then I'm gonna be awake mm-hmm Obviously, it's not good if there is an emergency, but I'm going to... I have honestly never had someone in an emergency contact me and I wasn't available. Mm -hmm. It's always just been, like, generally the they're reaching out to me and it annoys me. Like, yeah. Quite frankly, if I'm sleeping and someone calls me, like, I'm pissed and you probably don't want to talk to me after that anyways. Like, so, yeah. it works out. Awoken the bear. <laughs> like, I'm pretty good. If I wake up in the morning, I'm... I'm pretty happy, like, I don't always want to get out of bed, but I'm at least, like, happy and I feel mm. good, but definitely if I had, like, just fallen asleep and maybe slept for, like, an hour and I'm awoken, I am not going to be in a great mood. I'll, I'll always say, I'm in a terrible mood right now, you don't want to talk to me. Like, same thing if I nap and I wake up, like, you fall asleep on the couch and then wake up. Yeah. I'm a monster. But what's nice is that I'll admit it. Like, I will straight up say to my husband, like, I'm in a terrible mood right now, honestly, just don't talk to me for a little bit. And don't like, touch well, me, don't look at me, bring me a sandwich. <laughs> Can't go wrong with food. <laughs> yeah, that will definitely make me want to talk to you. <laughs> no, I get that. I think, like, there's something to be said about that. At least you admit it. I've definitely, like, I've had conversations with friends who have canceled, canceled, let go of long-term friendships because they'll go to somebody for advice or to vent or anything and they're just glued I picked up my phone like we're on video like glued to your phone like you don't need to be looking at your phone if I'm coming to you about a sensitive topic or something that's happened or something that's bothering me and for me I might check my phone for me, mostly, I check for certain names to pop up. Fair. So if it's, like, family, or if I have, like, multiple text messages from somebody, like, if it's, like, bing, 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 like, True. to me, I'm, like, I've always told people, if you really need to get in contact with me, call me twice if I don't answer the first time, or text me multiple times. I agree with that. Like, definitely, if I see the same person called me 
twice and say even like a 10 minute even yeah. 30 minute window yeah. to me that's a red flag yeah of, wow they really need to get a hold of me and I'm gonna like call them or message them back immediately but if it's just like a general like hey how's it going yeah I'm not the person to let it slide for a couple days I know a lot of people nowadays gets almost like anxiety over responding to people's messages I find it's either or like I find there's a very like there's not a lot of people in the middle ground, right? Like, you are big on responding to everyone right away. Yeah. Whereas I know other people that almost have, like, anxiety over responding to people where they just, like, won't respond to them mm. for if they ever do or they'll wait a really long time. And I find that stressful because you keep on thinking about it. Oh, I need to get back to that person, right? Mm -hmm. And then you look, even if you leave the message unread, mm -hmm. you always have that notification. So every time you look at your phone, you're always thinking about it. And I think that causes stress. Like, I'm the first to say to a friend too, even if they say they want to have a phone call or they're asking me questions, I will just tell them, hey, I'm sorry, I'm really not in the mood to talk right now. Why don't we catch up on Monday? hey, Tuesday at 5, why don't I call you and we can catch up? Like, yeah. And I think if we were all just a little bit more open, it'd go a long way. Because sometimes you don't feel like talking to people, and that's yeah. okay. Everyone's allowed not to, especially yeah. when we're glued to our phones nowadays, right? It's, it's like everybody thinks that they can have your attention at any time, but you've got shit to do, and sometimes you need to mentally rejuvenate. So just be honest with people. Hey, I can't talk right now. Let's talk later. Unfortunately, some people don't listen. My mother being one of them. There my mom calls me and my brother. We have funny because we, we talked about this today. My mom will call my brother and I at the same time every day. Oh, really? Every day. Well, I guess you have no excuse then. You can plan for it. <laughs> but sometimes after a long day, especially now in my new role, I'm in a lot more meetings than I ever have been. I'm yeah. talking to people a lot more. I'm on site a lot more. I don't want to talk. And it's the same conversation. I love my mom. Don't read into this, listeners. That's not what I'm trying to say. My mom is a lovely lady. I appreciate her calling. But it's the same conversation every day. How's it going? How's Willow? What are you having for dinner? It's cold outside. <laughs> Aww. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I have nothing to say, so I'd rather almost, like, wait a day or two, and then I can be like, hey, this happened. Like, you, you have a little bit more to, to talk, talk about. about. Yeah. Like, but, but she knows I'll answer the phone. Yeah. My brother doesn't always answer the phone. Aw. So. It's kind of sweet, though. It is. It's kind of sweet, but it's just, like, it's the same conversation. Aw. Every day. My mom actually texts me in advance because she lived with me for a little bit, so she knows my schedule and how, at the end mm. of the day, I can be, like, a little... I don't want to say grumpy, because I'm not in a bad mood, but I just sometimes am done talking for the day. Like you said, like, if you're in meetings all day long, at a certain point, it's like, can I just not talk anymore? Yep. And, you know, you just want to, like, mentally, like, recharge from the day. So mm -hmm. she, she gets it, so she'll actually text me and be like, hey, are you busy? Do you want to talk? And, which yeah. is, is sweet and I kind of miss it like um back like pre-covid when I had actually like walked to the office every day I would call my mom every day while I was walking 
and chat with her which was really really nice and I feel like now that I've been working from home I definitely haven't been calling her as often because as soon as I have downtime at work there's always something to do at home mm -hmm. right I'm mm -hmm. not driving anywhere I'm not walking anywhere unless I just go out for a walk so I don't have that same kind of downtime that I used to use mm -hmm. to call people yeah I think it's just it's an adjustment and I feel like yeah going back to like even friendships you just for me I'm the person everyone comes to because I know to just listen and I think that's almost a skill these days yeah like active listening I don't need your opinion all the time I'm not going to give you my opinion all the time unless you ask for it but if you just need to call me and just bitch about something open to listen I actually think that I'm that person for a couple of my friends as well. Yeah. And I, I d definitely like that because there's, pe like, <clears throat> there's some people that you know you can trust and confide in and you can rant and say whatever you want and they're not going to tell anybody, they're not going to judge you for it, and like you said, they're just going to listen and not give you unsolicited advice. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I could probably hold back my advice for some people a little bit more because I am always... I like looking, when there's a problem, I always like looking for the solution, mm -hmm. right? And sometimes, as an outsider, it is easier to give, like, a suggestion because, like, when that person's so caught up in a situation, they might not see it. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually started asking people, like, do you, do you want my advice or do you just want me to listen? Mm -hmm. And then based on their response, I'll adjust accordingly because I don't mind either way. Like, I'm, I'm here to listen or I'm here to like, hey, we can problem solve this if you want, right? Mm -hmm. Which has been kind of nice. One thing that has been really bothering me though is when you're talking to somebody and they are giving you like no response um, or you're going on and on about something you're really excited about and then they completely change the topic right after like they don't oh, ask that's you anything. the worst they don't comment on it it's more like maybe passive passive listening where it's like yeah they're listening to you but they don't really care about what you're saying they just don't care and they're listening to you waiting for them to respond mm -hmm. not they don't care really about your saying like it's really obvious you weren't listening you obviously don't care what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? And that's really kind of made me think a lot about active listening. Yeah. Because it's definitely a skill and it takes intention. I just, I've had that happen to me a lot. And I just don't understand why people that you go to celebrate something that's happened in your life or express concern about something that's happened in your life that turn it on themselves like everything you say they're like oh yeah you did this oh my god I did something similar last weekend blah 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 and I, I have definitely said something like that I won't like I won't be a hypocrite I've definitely done that but it's not in the sense of like it's more me trying to help that person. Like, hey, I also went through something similar. This is what I did. This is who I contacted. Do you want their con- Like, they might be able to help you. For, like, for example, let me say, uh, um, a friend of ours is dealing with some gut issues. 
And I said, yep, I went through that whole process. Um, this is who I saw. This is the clinic I went to. But it wasn't discrediting what she went through. It was just saying, I went through the same thing. Do you want the contact that helped me through mine? Maybe this can help. Maybe this can help. I think that's a really good example. And I think that's a great response, though. Yeah. Right? Like, you heard their concern because yeah. you were actually listening to them. Yeah. And you're offering a suggestion. If you want, here's who you could reach out to. Mm-hmm. And it might help. It might, might not. Might not. But... But I think that's a really good example because you were obviously caring for what they said, right? You probably asked a couple questions and you were just generally interested and wanted to help them. Mm -hmm. It's really like what gets me is when, yeah, you share something and then it's like their next response is about something completely different. Mm. And it just, it almost makes me not want to talk to those people sometimes. I've definitely stopped friendships over it. I stopped a really big, I stopped one that we had been friends since junior kindergarten and I stopped that friendship around five years ago so we stopped being friends around Mm -hmm. 25 26 maybe because she just didn't give a shit about my life yeah she cared about other people Mm -hmm. she had like two groups of friends and she couldn't balance the two Okay. So when it was summertime, it was their friends, this group, and then in wintertime, it was me. That I don't vibe with that. I'm not your at no. your convenience friend. Yeah, exactly. We're either that. friends or we're not friends, and yep. there's no in between. Hate it. Agreed. I actually had a really nice conversation this week with a friend that we've been friends since we were so little, and we haven't talked in a really long time, and one thing I really appreciated about, like, she just kind of called me out of the blue, and I answered, ironically, because my phone's on silent. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> it was such a nice conversation because yeah, she's like, "What's new with you?" And she wasn't just asking as like a, "Oh, hey, are you? How are you? Good? Yeah, I'm good too." Kind of thing. It was yeah. more like, "Hey, what's new with you? We haven't talked in a while. Like, tell me everything." Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I shared with her, asked her the same question. She shared with me, and we had such a good, like, well balanced two way conversation. And yeah. It was quite refreshing. And I mean, not every conversation has to be completely balanced like that. No. There's always days where you have the friend where like, hey, I'm sorry, but I need to rant to you. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem taking that in. It's just, if you look back, talking to a friend the last time, 10 times we've talked, it's all been about one person. Okay, maybe we need to, you know, revisit this. It's not necessarily, you know, working. Balance it out a little bit. Exactly. That actually leads me to something that I've observed recently. Okay. Especially if you're trying to make new friends. Oh, making new friends over 25 is impossible. I'm over it. <laughs> I don't well, need any I new friends. You. So, it's not easy, but it's possible. And you have to be intentional. When you're younger, you're naturally making friends because... Maybe you're in school together, you're doing an activity together, and it's more natural, right? You already have a reason why you guys are hanging out. It's not because you made plans together, it's because you're going to do a similar thing already. Yeah. Right? And you just naturally become friends that way. Yes. Was that stepbrothers thing? Did we just become best friends? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) My favorite. Sorry, go on. Good movie, good movie. So... So when I, so like when I moved to Ottawa, um, I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody here other than work. And even sometimes it's hard to make friends from work because it's hard to like broach that like from work colleagues to friends barrier. Yeah. So 
I I started being really intentional about making friends because I was really upset about it. I've growing up I've always had a really big social life. I was never the person to stay home at night and just watch TV. I didn't have a TV in my bedroom until I was 24 maybe. It was late because I was never home. I was never watching TV. Yeah. No, I was always out doing something. Like, if I didn't have plans, it was like, okay, what are we doing tonight? Like, let's do something. Message friends. We'd get together. We'd do whatever. Even if it was something simple. We'd still get together. Mm-hmm. So, when I moved to Ottawa and not having any friends, like, I was quite upset about it. Because yeah. I was not used to just being at home by myself or even with my partner, which is fine for a while but at some point you need some kind of social life and I I actually think having a social life outside of your relationship is really beneficial but anyways that's a conversation for a different day that is a different pod topic (laughs) I can go on for hours about that so I had to be really really intentional about making friends like even this one day like so after we moved out of downtown I remember one day like crying to my well, he was my boyfriend at my ta- the time, now my husband, but I was crying to him. I was like, I just want to go out shopping and I want to go and do something, but I have nobody to call to go with me because I don't have any friends. That's actually oh, that's how I felt. that's so sad. I know. And like, yes, I had a lot of people in my life that like, you know, when I was at work, we were quote unquote friends. Like we'd go get lunch or coffee together or whatever, but it wasn't the type of person that I could just call on a Saturday and be like, I'm coming to pick you up, we're going to the mall, I need to get out, you know? We weren't at that level yet. So anyways, I started being really intentional and what I found is the best way um, to make friends and to get people to like you is to be genuinely interested in their life. So when you're talking to somebody, be an active listener. Listen to what they're saying to you, pay attention, make eye contact, nod as they're talking to you, Put your phone down or, it, better yet, like even away. Put it away. And just completely pay attention to them. You yeah. Know? Don't cut them off no matter what they're saying. Even if you want to say something that's completely out of left field, just make a mental note. Come back to it later. But people like talking about themselves. You want someone to leave a conversation with you and be like, wow, that was a really nice conversation. And yeah. then they're slowly going to be like, oh, I like this person, right? Yeah. If you just talk all about yourself to someone, they're not going to leave the conversation being like, oh, I really like them. They're not going to have that feeling. You want them to feel warm and fuzzy about themselves, and then they're going to like you. It, it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but it works. People you need a connection. Yeah. Something. And that could just easily be that they trust you to talk to you, or you have a interest with the other person. Exactly. And then you connect on that and then you build on that. Yeah. I think it's just important sometimes to just forget about who, like, forget about yourself for five seconds and the question of, like, how's your day going or how was your weekend? Like, work meetings. The first thing I do when I talk to my boss, how was your weekend? What did you get up to? Like, I'm just trying to be friendly, trying to get to know their lifestyle trying to get to know what they do like and building like a deeper connection yeah because i more find a lot of just work yeah which is really nice that you ask that and you genuinely care you're not yeah. just asking i think a lot of people join and they're like hey how are you good how are you oh i'm doing good and then you dive right into it yeah so you, we need a little bit more of like 
yeah like engaging questions i guess something that's not a yes or no it's not a yeah good how are you yeah ask them a real question with substance and slowly over time they're gonna start giving you a little bit more and a little bit more each time yes and the more that they disclose about themselves the more they're actually gonna like about you yeah and when in doubt talk about animals yeah you can't go wrong no i'd say dogs are a good default some people are cat people but I'd say always go to the dogs, especially if you have a dog, show them yeah. a photo. <laughs> it's, if you have a dog and you show me a photo of your dog, we are connected. <laughs> we're I, best friends. We're hanging out tomorrow. <laughs> I And we'll play with the dogs and I'll bring my dog and it'll be fantastic. Yeah, I love that. And I think like also when someone's sharing with you, even if they say, how about, so you said, hey, how was your weekend? They share with you and say, how about you? I think even before responding to how your weekend was, ask them a question. Oh, wow, you went to the dog park? Where do you go? I've been trying to find a better place. Even if you have a place, I mean, it's not lying, but like just be generally interested yeah. in what they're saying. Yeah, and I, I don't think care. people do that. No. I don't think people do that. And I've had to be intentional about it. I've had to change it because I just naturally... Naturally, you want to talk about yourself all the time. Yeah. Right? But if you want to make friends and you want to have a deeper connection with somebody, you're going to need to, you know, burst out of your comfort zone a little bit and ask them more about them. Yeah. I agree. I also find you need to pay attention to their body language because sometimes there's something that they're not saying. And I don't, like, you shouldn't put them in an uncomfortable position. Oh, I love making people uncomfortable. <laughs> but, like, let's say I said, hey, Aaron, like, how are you doing? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine, thanks. How are you? I'd be like, oh, you're just fine? Like, is there something wrong? Like, what's up? You know? And, yeah. add, like, dig a little bit deeper because I think that's another key point about active listening is sometimes it's what they're not saying. And, you know, if someone is showing visible discomfort they might want to just get it off their chest. Yeah, I, I think, like, the closer you are as friends, too, you should know when you're friends, when there's something wrong. I have a, a couple friends that I can read to a T. I know by the way they're texting if something's wrong, if I call them, the way they sound, yeah, the words they use, I'll know right away something's wrong. So I'll just say, hey, what's going on? Oh, I'm fine. No, you're not. What's going on? Exactly. Well, this happened and this happened and this happened. I didn't want to bother you. I'm just trying to... Like, no, you should have called me. Like... Let's chat about it. Let's what chat about need? it. Like, what can I do? Whatever I can do to support you. Whatever you need. I'll be there. But co-workers, I guess that's a little different. But you Sometimes don't want to push it. But yeah. friends, I try to make a point to know when they're okay or when they're not yeah i'd say even for coworkers, even if you know if you think someone seems off or is maybe having a bad day go do something for them that they're not expecting so like let's say that you're actually in person maybe you're out grabbing a coffee well just get them a coffee because you're thinking about it mm-hmm. or maybe you get them like a cookie and just bring it to them and say mm-hmm. hey you seem like you weren't as happy as usual or you're whatever Apparently, donuts change lives, so just buy a donut. I agree. Donuts. 
And as Kim Cope says, if it's free, it's for me. So it doesn't matter. Nice. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they're on a diet, if they're upset, bring them something delicious just to brighten their day. Just say, hey, I was downstairs and I was thinking of you. I yeah. got you this. I think that's special. It's like the pay it forward. I love doing that. I've only done it a couple times because I always forget that's the thing. Yeah. But I actually think it's so special to be like, aw, they thought about me. Yeah. Like, it's not about the money. It's really about the thought behind it. Yeah. It's when people go through the drive through though, and they're like, I'll pay for the person ahead of you. And I'm like, yeah, but what if their bill's like $100? Like, I don't want to. Like, you always be like, hey, I'll pay for the person behind me to a max of 30 Yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll put I'll, a limit on our nice. pay for their coffee and Timbit. Just... <laughs> I don't got lots of money. Yeah, and we're not here to buy sandwiches. <laughs> no, sandwiches are off the limit. No, 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 no. <laughs> Goodness. That's hilarious. All right, I got all off my chest about what I wanted to rant Love it. to you about. Love it. One thing I wanted to run through with you before we end today, um, as we're getting ready for our first interview. Woohoo! We're going to introduce a new podcast, Fast Five Questions, to our interviewers. Um, let's kick it off by interviewing you quickly at the end of today's podcast. Just me? Just you. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm going to run through the Fast Five. I want to hear your answer in one sentence or less to, so the listeners can get to know you better. Okay. What is one thing that you you want to do before you die? Polar bear plunge. What is that? Where you jump in the like lake or river in the middle of winter. Ooh. It's normally for charity. Yeah. But you literally jump into like a pool or like a uh, they'll cut like a hole in ice. Okay. On a lake and you jump in and then you get out. Damn. Yeah, but That's you, like, cool. raise money for charity. All right, I love that. Yeah. What is your guilty pleasure? Cookies. Ooh. Chocolate that? chip oatmeal cookies. Mmm, oatmeal. Okay. Yeah, nice and soft. What's the best advice someone has given to you? Um, they haven't really personally gave it to me, but my counselor wrote a book recently that was called Run Towards the Roar. And it's about facing your fears and not running from them. So I would take that as a... What was, like, your biggest takeaway? I haven't fully read it yet. I'm still in the middle of it. But I just think, like, you don't give yourself enough credit when it comes to a lot of things in life. Like, and... to, like you're capable of dealing with the hard stuff? Yeah, and I think, like, we're all fearful to an extent. But I think there's always a blessing on the other side if you can just navigate through it. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. What do you daydream about most? My dog. Even Aww, though she's with me all really? the time. Yeah. That's Probably. Sweet. Yeah. I think, like, my life's pretty good as of right now. There's definitely, like, a future. I'd like for her to have a yard. That's recently. I guess, yeah, we'll do that. Recently, buying a house in Ontario, in Ottawa, that has a yard. Yeah. You'll do it. I gotta get there, but yeah, I will. Market needs to come down just a smidge. Just a little bit. Yeah. And then I'll make the switch. Should we talk about how that's not the answer you gave me pre-podcast? Do I daydream about that? Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs>
dreams about that a little bit. <laughs> Wasn't sure if I was supposed to say that on the pod, but sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Turn to the person on your left and tell them one thing you like about them. Well, you're on my right. The mirror. <laughs> I can tell myself. No. You. I think that your power is fantastic. Ooh, what do you mean by power? I think you walk into a room and like command a room. Like when I saw you the other day and just by the way you walked, like you walked like head held high, shoulders back, just like strutting and I found it was like girl boss power and even with the podcast and your vision for it and in your business, I just think it's empowering to women. I love that. I am blushing. Aw, thank you so much. (laughs) Wow. That is amazing. What a wonderful way to end the pod today. Yeah, I think so. I think that was a, that was a good podcast. So in terms of social media, where do we find you? You can find me on Instagram, Kristen Jackson at The Real Positive Impact. And always remember, let it go. Let it flow. Bye. Bye.